Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NX Coyotes postgame show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, leave a five-star review. I'm your host for today and probably the final time this season, Sean DePaz, joined by the one and only Steve Peters. Craig will be joining us later. Craig, come in. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try really, really, we'll really start hard. start positive, right? To be positive. Yeah, we'll start there at least. <laughs> because, but let's let's call it like we see it, though. There were moments in here in the studios we were watching this game that they maybe weren't as positive. No, yeah. I might have been a little grumpy. <laughs> Four to one, we're like, oh, shit, here we go again. It's the same. Ag- I, I, I'm going to be positive. It was five <laughs> to three. They came back. They competed. They did a lot of good things. But at four to one, it was the exact, exact yeah. same script. Couldn't defend. Turned pucks over and didn't get the goaltending that they needed to stay in the game. It was exactly the same theme. I uh, That first goal was a two-on-three. Two Hurricanes, three Coyotes, and yet cut right through the middle. Two guys, Lad and Gossespierre, watch him go by. Goal. And I go, oh, shit, here we go again. Yep. <laughs> but I will say they battled back, which is what they haven't been able yeah, to do. exactly. The last seven games, they battled back and they made it a close game. And I always say, if they get to a point where they're pulling the goaltender in a game and they still lose, that's exactly what what I want out of the tank season. And that's what I got. I got a third period where they were competitive, they were close, they had power play opportunities, and they were in this game right up until the buzzer. And that's all I asked for. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I feel like over the last, that's literally what we talked about on the last time we were sitting here. Is they they don't seem like they really want to be playing hockey anymore. Um and at one point, Tyson Nash said something along the lines of, this is where they start chipping away. And now I, I, we literally we laughed, laughed at him because it's like, all right, that's what you said when they were down yeah. seven to one or whatever. And then sure enough, that's exactly what they did. They started chipping away. And then you were like, oh, boy, like yeah. if they, they would actually do it. Obviously, they didn't. But like you said, um, obviously, like I know Nicholas in the chat, he said um, he's sarcastically saying he's having so much fun. And it, it's it, this game is hard in the context of the last seven games. But. These are the kind of losses that we've wanted to see from the Coyotes is, yes. is them competing and then losing. This is the Carolina Hurricanes are fourth overall in the entire National yeah, Hockey League. Exactly. They're competing with the New York Rangers for for leading their division. This is the team that is not only going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. they could have home ice playoffs for the first two rounds. And some people say they might be a team that can win the Stanley Cup. The Coyotes battled them till the buzzer. Great. 
That's it. That's all we ask for. We have the same 11 guys out of the roster tonight that are hurt. They're still hurt tonight. They did it with college kids and American League kids, and they were in it till the buzzer. That is what we've asked for. And uh, so as I, I came in through the first 30 minutes of this game and I was, my notes are not very nice. I was pretty upset. Yeah. I, and i tell you why I was so mad. I, I'm so tired of the bad defending. I'm so tired of it yep. because defending to me is about effort and work and, and staying home, like protecting your goaltender and, and you take pride in your defending. And, and this team has not done that over the last few weeks. And it's again, we'll, it's seven straight games with five or more goals. Never happened in the history of this franchise. Seven games with five or more. That's a lot of goals. That is indeed. So you, at some point, you're going to have to defend better. This team's not going to win another game this year. Chicago, we, we look at Chicago and say maybe. But, but but I mean, it's Kane, Debrinkat, Taves. It's still a really I mean, good hockey if team. If they show the fight that they showed in that second period, I don't think it's super far. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Blackhawks, but... Outside of that, you're right. And, and the other thing they're going to need is they're going to need to get a big save. Yeah. And we can talk all we want to about them battling back in this one. And Veggie ended up with 50 shots on goal, 45 saves. Fantastic. But that first 30 minutes again, there's three of those he's got to have. Yeah. And that, that last one that dribbles under these legs, you're going, the defeat on that bench, they go, oh, I got to give it to the players that were able to battle back from that. The only way this team gets a win in the last six games is they are going to have to have lights out goaltending. Lights out. The same we were getting from Vimalco when they were in Winnipeg, the 42, 44, 46 save night. They don't get that. They won't win. They're not going to have a game where it's going to be 25, 25 on the shots. It's not going to happen yeah. these last six games. Yeah. They're going to need a goalie to be lights out to get a win. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned the shots. Why don't we get to this game by the numbers? And you mentioned it, that big one there. 52 shots on goal for the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, not going to win a whole lot of games. Doubled like up on shots, yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, two straight games where they kept the other team from scoring a power play goal. Um, and then, of course, uh, always most important number, PD side count, HK. Because at this point... HK, it, it was high. It was <laughs> really high. high. And I tell you, it got better as the game went on. And and I, I saw the comment who was, oh, as Charles commented on, on winning a game. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Like Montreal, they might not win another game either. Seattle, surprisingly, did win tonight. Oh, yeah. they. So Seattle, yeah. 4-2. 4-2. They have 56 points. They're seven points ahead of the Oats, and that's too much. The the Oats aren't catching that. Seven points? No, especially when you look at the schedule. No. So Seattle's gone. It's down to Montreal and Arizona separated by two points. To guarantee it, can't win another game. So let's go back to what we're all here for this season is tank season. We're battle the the chase for right, wrong for right, whatever you want to say. They lose them all. They they're not getting any worse than third. Yeah, let's, in the ping pong balls. Hopefully, we don't have to worry about them getting third. That would after all of this. I, I tweeted from the beat account like yeah. Shane Wright better be the next Wayne Gretzky because this does. I did tweet that before they went on their, their they scored the three goals because at that point it was a little hard to watch. But uh, it's it, hoping hoping that he brings some positivity next year. I mean, what Nicholas? Do you see what Nicholas said? This is something I've been saying. Um, they have young defensemen. The four yeah. other guys are American League defensemen. Absolutely agree that they have young defensemen. No debate. And guys that we didn't expect to see here on a daily basis, like Mayo, who has become a regular. 
But the inability for this team to make just, I don't want to say common reads, but th- their ability to defend their net front or a read of the rush has been poor since the first week of the season. And it just doesn't improve. And I, I that's to me is so frustrating. You can't, you can't coach scoring. You can't. Like either you score or you can't. Like you can't say, oh, hey, let's go score. You can give them some offensive help. You can say, let's get more active on the defense. Let's get the pucks low to high, get traffic. Do all that. You can't coach scoring. You can coach defense. You can say you are not leaving the net front. Yeah. If one defenseman goes to battle in the corner, guess what? The other defenseman needs to be in front of the net. That's it. There is no, hey, you can go ahead and drift out to the top of the circle and we'll let a winger protect the net front. No. Defenseman's, it's in his name. It's a defenseman. You defend. I get so frustrated. I'm sorry I did it again and it's 5-3 and it was a really good game and we're trying to stay positive. But if this team is ever going to get out of this, and I don't mean this season, I don't mean next season, I mean the year after, they are going to have to defend better. Yeah, It's just going to have to happen because even when you get better players, if you don't defend, you're still going to lose. I mean, you you mentioned the youth on this team. Um, one little tidbit that I mentioned to you earlier that I found interesting is despite this not being the first time that they played Carolina this year, they obviously played them earlier, there were nine players on the active Coyotes' active roster who had never played the Hurricanes before in their career. That's unbelievable. Um, obviously including McBain and Smith, um, some of those guys that were down in the AHL, but... Um, it's... it's Youth, obviously, there's going to be some some... Growing pains, but you're right. And extent, I, it's... again, I I do apologize. I don't want to come in here and be so hypercritical of a group of kids that are really trying. Yeah, but I, I, mean, I really don't. And when you look at Nathan Smith and Jack McBain, who were they played three, four, five hockey games in the National Hockey League that were college students taking you know classes and exams two weeks yeah. ago. So I do apologize. It's just frustrating to me when you see little details and little things that. Everybody can do, and everybody can come on board and, and battle. Uh, those are frustrating to me, and I and I, I I do take it with a grain of salt. They stuck with it, and I tell you, it was guys that haven't been on the score sheet in a long time. Both Erickson and Galchenyuk yep. have not scored in ages, and they both got involved in the offense. And I still said Erickson was going to get twenty. Got a little ways to go, but, but hey, hey 20, you, never know. You, you meant points, not a not assists or not goals. There's still six games to go, so yeah. maybe. Um, speaking of Erickson, he, yeah, he did get his third goal and 18th point of the year. Um, so 17 to go in six games. Yeah, but okay. like I said, we could just tell people that you meant a couple of hatties. points and not assists or not goals. Um, but that goal came off of if you want to get positive about one we of the defensemen, um, came off of a beautiful pass from Capabianco. Who, wow. Who, I mean, beautiful. Um, who had his first career two point night or two point game of his career, yeah, tonight. Yeah, you look at Capabianco, and he's a guy, we talk about these young defensemen. He's an all star in the American League. Yeah. And when he was brought in and drafted, and you, you see what Capabianco is, he's an offensive player. That's what he does. And when you would see him down in Tucson, electric. Like he was so much better than everybody else on the ice offensively. Mm-hmm. He could take the puck toast coast to coast. He led that team down there, and he'd get up here, and it just never felt the same. Yeah. He never, whether it was an injury that sidelined him for a while, he never got that momentum where he go, oh, I see it. Tonight you could see it. Like that pass to Erickson through three zones. I mean, he made that from the defensive zone through sticks, bodies. That's a hell of a pass. 
That's a really good play. And you go, okay, maybe. And then you look at this, the, the second assist he has, uh, again, through lanes, nice pass, jumped up in the play. Yeah, that's what this team wants to see out of out of Capabianco. And, and if you get that type of play, he's just another one of those defensemen that's under 25 years old that can be a part of a future. And that's what we keep talking about, hope, hope, hope. We have four defensemen under 25 today. Okay, great. Like that, That's unbelievable. So the pieces potentially are there. Let's get the draft pick. Let's get Gunther. Let's get McBain and Smith more experience. And let's put this group together in three years from now. Let's have a whiteout at ASU. Hey, I'm all in. Here's hoping. Um, that other assist came <laughs> off of Galchen, like you mentioned, Galchenyuk's uh, one-timer. They had two one-time goals. Um, the other being Nick Ritchie's goal, and that Nick Ritchie goal was um, his. I mean, he a second. It's his second goal, and we'll get to this a little bit later. But it's the second goal in two games yes. that came off of someone's first career point. Two college guys get their first career point off goals from Nick Ritchie. Yeah, um, in consecutive games, and that goal, the that Ritchie goal, also came off. Um, the secondary assist was from Phil Kessel. And that was Phil Kessel's 950th career point in the NHL. Old man. That is unbelievable. Yeah. And Craig's texting because Craig's work, work, working. So I'm sorry. I am really working. Craig's, yeah. We're all, I mean, we're always working. I know. We are. We don't, we don't, we don't escape work. Um, Got it. Okay. Just wanted to tell him what's going on. He's not in the elevator yet because oh. he's been doing some work for us. Yeah, he has been doing We're, we're going to have a little it. bit of a surprise from him. Uh, we'll get to later. it. Well, I guess the surprise isn't from him, but it's... He got it. He did it. Yeah, he he put in the work. Um, what do else? Do you want to go to the, the the assist? Do we want to get to that? Um, is it too early? No. Well, yeah, we can get there in just. But the one last thing I wanted to mention is um, the returns of a few people. We had Ranta, who um, Louis put it right yes. over his glove um, in oh. that goal. That was a, a beautiful goal from him. But it was his return to the valley, um, and then not his return to the valley. But Max Domi had his. Um, Hundredth career goal tonight. Um, so there was a Another bunch of former Coyote, a bunch yeah. of round numbers, and I mean, nice little moments tonight. Yeah, Martinuk was Stepan, like a lot of Stepan's familiar faces well. back in the building. Yeah. You know, it's funny because you look at Rant and he, he, again, I don't know if he thought he maybe should have had one or two of his too, but when he was here, Ranta would be lights out or he would be not lights out. Yeah. And he was the guy that really struggled with injuries, and I think that's what ultimately ended his time here in Arizona is he just couldn't stay healthy. And so they needed to move on from him and, and the direction they were going. Um, again, a wonderful teammate. All the guys you mentioned there are really good teammates, really good people. Um, and they pick up Max Domi at the trade deadline, and I think it's a little bit of spark that they needed offensively. He got a little bit of speed. He can add offense. Uh, he's got a little bite to his game, so maybe that helps them get over the top this year. I, I don't know. I think I – think as this goes on, we get ready for playoffs. We're going to have to go. We'll have a draft of the Coyotes that are in the playoffs and see who we think is going to go where because there's a lot of former Coyotes in the yeah, playoffs this year. Sure. Um, but like you mentioned, we can get to the assist now. Uh, last night was Jack McBain's first career NHL point, and tonight was Nathan Smith's first career NHL point, as we mentioned off of that, um, the assist on the Richie goal. Um, and that is why he is tonight's DraftKings king of the game. And I, I did mention in any other night, Capabianco would have been an obvious choice, I think. But when you got a guy getting their first career point, um, 
Yeah, he passed that up. We said this about McBain last night, how McBain looked like he fit in. Yeah. And he looked like he was an NHL player. Yeah, Smith tonight. I tell you what, Nathan Smith, he's got some jets on him. Like, yeah. the kid can skate, gets distributes the puck well. The, the deception he had when he dropped that pass for for the assist on, on yeah, the goal to Richie, it was a yeah. nice play. And Richie came in flying. That that shot, by the way, went over 95 miles per hour, they said on the broadcast. So it was a howitzer. But, it was a nice um, play. And it, was, it gives you some hope of, of again, we're using the hope word hope a lot tonight, but that's the whole season is hope. <laughs> I think the kid looked good. And I've talked to people around college hockey and the NHL that really have high hopes for Nathan Smith. And I think you've seen it tonight. I think he's he's a little different. McBain's going to be a straight-ahead, hard-working. Um, he's going to be a net-front guy. He's got the big body. Nathan Smith's quick. He's got some good wheels. And I think he gets in hard and he plays a the little edge. Yeah. He so I, the, he's exciting. Yeah, that one moment in the uh, first half, where or the first half, geez, um, the first period where he kind of was skating towards a breakaway and then he got mm. hooked. And we thought it was a penalty it. here. Yeah, I, I think you, that, I, I didn't think it was a penalty, pretty objectively speaking, but um, obviously he didn't get the call. And, yeah. and um, so still searching yeah, for his first career. Got a goal. hand on it. He was t- but I kept saying, I, I say, if both of these guys stay in the lineup until the end of the season, they're going to score. Yeah. I think both of them get a goal. One, they're getting really good ice time and they're playing with, they're playing with good players. So, I think I believe they're going to get goals in the next six games. Yeah, I think they're working um, their way there. And like I mentioned yesterday, I going to thankfully I didn't do it tonight because I would have lost money on it. But I'm go. I want to start betting on them to score goals in any given night, and I'm going to be doing that, of course, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, and while you're betting hockey, you can also bet on the NBA because the NBA playoffs means next level basketball, and you can get in on the first round action. Um, with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. So you win no matter what. And if you aren't a new customer, you can get in on the same game parlays. Um, I know that the bets guys on the show today had some some basketball um, picks for you, but I placed a, a same game parlay on the Yotes game tonight, and I made some money. I had the the Carolina to cover one and a half. I had Aho anytime goal scorer, and I had the over six and a half. And thank you to the um, to the Coyotes for showing up in that second period. Also, that would not have hit. Um, but I made a little bit of money. And I and I will. Well, we're on the subject of parlays. I went to the basketball side last night watching oh, nice. our Phoenix Suns. I've never oh, yeah, been rooting for somebody to get a rebound so bad. <laughs> DA, nine and a half. I had the over. He gets nine. Yeah, like, I don't know how they do that. Like, how do they, they do know. that? They how know. They know. How do they know? It, I, I wonder, is it Damn. is it that the odds makers know or do the players know I don't and fall know. just short just to spite people? I don't know. But he, he was nine and a half. I had the over and he got nine. So well, if, wah, wah. if you want to get like PD, except maybe actually win, win. the bets. Um, do it on DraftKings. I forgot to mention, for each day of the first round, you get a f- risk-free bet of up to $10 if your same pay- game parlay doesn't hit. Um, so you might have a... You got a $10 bet? I did. Oh, I yes. Did. Look yeah. at that. So um, safe, um, free, secure. Yeah, safe, free, and secure. And easy. Um, so throw some money on the Suns, throw some money on the Yotes, do both. Do whatever your heart desires. Just go win some money. Um, do it 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX and bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 plus, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details so is this a moral victory then coming back and making a 5-3 i think so i I think at this point um you got someone getting their 950th career point their first career point and you got to like you mentioned you got to a point where you could pull your goalie because you were still relatively in the game and more than Um, two goals for the first time in seven games and only one time since keller's been out yeah yeah, so they so you've seen Richie score goals on two consecutive nights, yeah. which I think is or two consecutive games, which I think is nice because, like we've mentioned, they've been so they've been searching for offense from everywhere. So you're seeing someone maybe get a little something going. Um, I think it's always nice when you see someone like Louis or Phil who have. Wait, uh, when is Phil gonna score? I don't. I guess one in 29 games now. But you see both of them get. I, I mean, obviously Louis scored a goal. Phil, Phil got an assist, but you both yeah. saw them. And Phil has chances against. Yeah. And Phil, Phil's all around it. I still think one of these days he's going to break out. Watch him get a hat trick and get over that 400 plateau. It could happen. Maybe on the final game at Gila River Arena. See, Karen? See, Karen? Karen brings the positivity to the PHNX Coyotes podcast no, but that we need. Exactly. Um, Three goals with Keller out of the lineup is a win. And Karen, you're right, and I will try to be more positive because you're absolutely right. For a team that hasn't been able to put three goals together in the same game since Keller left... This is huge. And I tell you what, with, with Nick Ritchie, ever since his arrival, his ability to create offense uh, surprised me. Like He yeah, played a yeah. month in the minors before getting here, and I said, here's a guy that I'm not sure how he fits in this lineup or, or what he's going to bring, and he's been outstanding. Yeah, he's, he's been their best player since Keller's been out. Uh, yeah, I agree. So I, I'm curious to see what happens to him for next year. Like He is exactly fits in GM um, Armstrong's yeah, yeah. mold, yeah. bigger body. Provides a little bit of offense, guys. A little bit of grit. It fits exactly what he's trying to do here. So I, I think he may be a building block they can they can have for a few years here. We'll see. I wonder how Toronto feels when they watch Arizona games because they get someone like Richie who they <laughs> let go and, and they stole their goalie. Yeah, well they they Oops. see Richie and he's performing and they're like, well, damn. And then they see Hari's performance and then like, oh, maybe we dodged a bullet there. Yeah. So. I tell you what, these playoffs are going to be, and it's going to come down to goaltending in all these playoff series. You can say what you want to about all the skill everywhere, but I tell you what, it's going to be a goaltender series, especially out east where I know we're not talking around the NHL, but Shesterkin, they talk about being an MVP. Can he do it in the, the playoffs and carry New York Rangers farther than they've been in years? And then you look at Pittsburgh, Jari's hurt, and you look at, oh, who do we just, oh, St. Louis, Huso's never played a playoff game before. They scored seven goals in one period against Nashville last night. Seven! That St. Louis team, I think they're still scoring right now. And that game was <laughs> yesterday. I, I, But again, Huso hasn't played in the playoffs before. So I, the playoffs this year to me, and I've always said this, and I know I'm disappointed the Coyotes aren't there, but there is nothing better for me as a hockey fan than that first day of hockey playoffs. Because yeah. there's so many games, there's so much going on. You're flipping back and forth. I love the playoffs. I love the first round. I think I'm glued to the TV at the, all day long on what's going on. I watch the highlights. And this year, more than any other than the Coyotes not being in it, there are some really good hockey teams in this playoffs. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And I feel like like I we were talking about this a little bit earlier with the Suns, but like a criticism I guess I might have of the NBA playoffs is that like 
this first round, the Suns are so clearly so much better than the Pelicans. It's like even the, even though it's the playoffs, that first game didn't really feel like it had that level of like intensity. In in the NHL playoffs, that doesn't exist. Every game, yeah. because especially with the way the playoffs are formatted now, where it's like the seventh and eighth seed are not necessarily the worst teams right in the playoffs. Um, it's uh, the hockey. The NHL playoffs are. I think my favorite. And even if you don't like hockey, you you can feel the difference. Yeah, because it's funny because even you talk about Colorado's the number one seed in the West. They're going to they're the top team in the West. They're going to end up playing Nashville, Vegas or Dallas. Uh, I mean, all three of those teams that they're going to play have really good goaltending. They're physical and they're going to be good games. I mean, it's not going to be. I agree. It's a little anticlimactic when this. For the sun, and maybe it's just because the Suns are just that much yeah, better. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> that might be. Part I, of I mean, it when too. you get to the later rounds, it'll be more exciting. But oh, hundred yeah. percent for sure. But that first round in the East, yeah, boy howdy, it's going to be. There's some matchups out. I don't see one bad matchup in the yeah. Eastern Conference. Like they're, they're, they're so good. Like Toronto, Tampa, yes. <laughs> well, in first round, like poor I, is, Toronto. Is, is, I, I can't say as, that I really feel bad for them, but like. They're gonna get sent home in the first round again, probably. I mean, at least possibly. Possibly, but yeah. I mean, it's their issues goaltending, just like we said yeah. with the others. So there's some really great matchups. It's coming. What we're gonna do here, at PHNX, will be going around the league. We're gonna talk NHL playoffs all week long. We're gonna be talking about draft prospects. We're gonna talk about ping pong balls, um, and most importantly, we're gonna be talking to Coyotes. So even when the season's over, we'll still be here talking Coyotes five days a week. Yeah, um, and looking to the future. I know, like you said, we're not doing a full, full, full blown around the NHL, but a little tidbit I have to uh, mention for one of the the goats, Alexander Ovechkin. He scored his 48th goal of the season tonight, and he is now tied with Timu Solani for the most goals by a player aged 36 or older in NHL history. The ageless wonder. That's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. All right. There's some people that can just score, and he's one of them. Yeah, like that have that touch. And some people don't. <laughs> like almost everybody on the Arizona Coyotes. Um, you have anything else from this game while we're waiting for Craig? <sighs> There's my side. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I think it, it was a tale of two games. For me, the first 30 minutes, they weren't good. Yeah. They, they turned the puck over too much. They didn't defend well. And I didn't think the goaltender was as good as he should have been early. This is the first time that this team has shown some fight and battle back Again, since Keller left, you go back to the game that Keller got hurt. They played hard till the last minute. Yeah, they were outstanding that game against San Jose. Um, so I, I think that's something to potentially build on when you're looking at it. Yeah, you've got the Chicago Blackhawks. So we talked about winnable games. Maybe that's a winnable game. Maybe you can carry some of this momentum in. Um, maybe, maybe. So overall, five three against one of the best teams in the NHL. Let's let's take it. With six games left to go in, in Gila River Arena. Um, I wonder if you have an answer to this question that Drew asked. Since Smith and McBain are over are both over 19, it doesn't matter if they play over nine games in terms of their ELC, That is correct. Right? So I think that's something you mentioned before. Like, They've wasted their year. Yeah, they both wasted their year. year. Yeah, They both burned, burned the first year of their ELC. They got two years to go. Giddy up. Do you think it's in like a situation like that? Is it like obviously you want to get a look at them, but it's not like next year they're planning on being a competitive team either. So... Do you think it's worth burning that year to get yeah. a look at them? At the they wouldn't the have been able to get them signed to a contract if they didn't. Oh, fair enough. That. I mean, that's part of the deal before they traded for both of them or able to get their rights from Minnesota and Winnipeg. I'm sure that was part of the conversations that they had to be able to get get signed, get the deal done, and, and get moving, take a year out of their contract. Gotcha. Um, I know Craig 
is still talking to some people. So I, I wanted to ask you a question that we talked about on. See, um, Ethan's probably right. Now I gotta go to Cap. Uh, you you can talk. About oh no, Craig. I was I was gonna I was gonna see a little GMPD work. Well, no, because <laughs> Ethan's probably right. What do you say? Isn't it one year to go to your college ELC? Yeah, so he's probably right. And I'm going to get called out on the show, but I, I always admit when I'm wrong. I don't know. I feel like this is definitely something Craig would know. Yeah, um, see, Craig would know, so we'll, we'll ask him too. But um, I was going to ask something we talked about on Sun Devils today. Um, obviously, well, not obviously, but in case you haven't seen. He's right. They're two. It's two years, so yep. he has one year left on the contract. Yep, one year left. 22-23 is in an RFA. Interesting. There you go. Sorry. Way to go, Ethan. Thank you. Ethan. GM Ethan Henry. Um, oh, he's right. Don't no, apologize. No, I'm I, wrong. No, yeah, Ethan. That's what that's what Chad's here for. We get great stats from yeah, the chat. They hold wrong. us accountable. Turns out people make mistakes. Every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, no, I do it all. Every, uh, every, every show. Coyote's made five on the night. Every show. Um, but um, like I was saying, in case you haven't seen, the Marshawn Lynch became a minority owner in the Seattle Kraken, Seattle Kraken with um, famed rapper Macklemore. Um I was wondering something we talked about on Sun Devils. Oh, we have the video. Oh, nice. Let's let's play it. Um, this is Marshawn Lynch at what I'm assuming is the Kraken practice facility doing donuts on the Starbucks uh, on the Starbucks Zamboni. <laughs> How I would fun be, is that? That would be awesome. I would be terrified to ride a Zamboni. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the video of when he was in college and he hijacked a golf cart on the football field and was driving it around the football field like after, before, middle of a game, something like that. I have not. Oh, yeah. It's Marshawn Lynch. He's always been. I guess you can do that if you own the team, though, right? Yeah, right. He is. I guess he is quite literally the owner. Um, For me, I'm sitting there, and I've seen that today. I'm sitting there going, oh, my God, don't ruin the ice. Like, yeah. I don't care. I don't care if he runs over the boards or runs the Zamboni, but you're just going, God, don't ruin the ice. Yeah. I got to go practice on Thankfully, that there was somebody else on that Zamboni with him, so he wasn't able to. I think they probably would have stopped him. Have you ever gotten to, to drive a Zamboni? I um. From northern Minnesota, my dad ran a hockey school. Oh, no. So the day I got my driver's license, I was driving Zamboni. Oh. I drove it from the time I was 16. How hard is it? Because it, see, it seems terrifying to me. It is, it's very similar to driving a car. Okay. Except you've got to do a lot of other stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Because you got to lower the blade. you got to turn the water on. you got to make sure the auger's going. you got to pump the auger to make sure the snow goes into the basket. If you forget any of those things, the ice does not get resurfaced. The driving part is exactly like driving a car. But there's a lot more to it. And when you're 16 and you've got all these parents watching their kids play and then you go on to resurface the ice and they're, you think they're watching you, <laughs> <laughs> clearly they're not and they could care less, but you feel like they're watching you, incredible amount of pressure. So the first time I did it in front of fans, I drove right into the boards. Didn't break oh, them. No. Did not break them, but I did drive into them. Um, this is for the people because this is one of my biggest pet peeves that I learned at some one point. Um, at an old job that I had, Zamboni is like Kleenex. It is a brand Correct. name. Correct. It's, an, it's ice an ice resurfacing machine. Um, I forget. There's another. Is there another brand? There's another Zamboni? big brand that a lot of really a um, different ice resurface. Yeah, than Zamboni. It's like a oh, what is it? Because so I, I used to work at a hotel and we had like a a like a conference of like people that were responsible for running ice rinks. And they had a big ice, ice resurfacing machine outside of the outside of the hotel, but I cannot remember for the life of me. But it wasn't Zamboni. It wasn't a Zamboni because that's go. why I learned it because they were like, "Don't call it a Zamboni." It's uh, blah 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 blah. Oh, it's gonna drive me crazy. But 
I want to get in a Zamboni. Well, oh, speaking Charles of... Charles almost drove... Oh, he. I thought he drove it. I thought Charles drove it through the ice at U of A. Oh, boy. He was there. Oh, boy. Uh, U of A for you. Um, but speaking of, Zam- of a Zamboni ride, if you do want to get on a Zamboni, you know where you can do that? I do know where you can do this. And when on the uh, PHNX Coyotes takeover on the final game of the year, um, March 29th, or March, geez, April 29th, Friday, April 29th, um, we're getting a party bus and we're getting 50 people and we're going to the game. Free food, free drink, free t shirt. You get to meet Josh Doan, get an autograph, get a picture, and we're doing some giveaways. I know you get a golf towel. We're giving away a ride on the Zamboni. Oh, PD, you're planning on giving away. I got, I dug some stuff out tonight. I'll tease it. I got a couple things. I got, and I don't, I don't know if it's good stuff, but it's stuff. But when the team team issued the playoffs in 2020 in the bubble, we get team issued stuff. Nice. And we got a team issued hat. It's got a Stanley Cup on it. It says 2020 on it. It's got a Coyote logo on it. And I don't wear hats that much. <laughs> so I'd never wore the hat. And I've got the 2020 playoff hat. It's that kind of stuff that I have. And I have one other cool one. I got a medallion we got. It's about that big from when our the Coyotes went to, uh, to Prague and Riga, Latvia. And it was a gift from Riga, Latvia, to the Coyotes player staff. And it was a big coin. And it has the Riga logo on it and the Coyote logo on it. Uh, and the date of the game, and it's in a nice little case, and I'm giving that away, too. Well, so that's That'll be one of the prizes. That's something you will literally not be able to get anywhere else. You literally can't get So if you want to get in on that, make sure you go to the PHNX Locker, buy a ticket, like I said, $125. You get a ticket to the game, a bus ride to and from the game, free food and drink, get to meet Josh Doan, you get a chance to win some giveaways. Can you meet Craig? You get to meet Craig. Woo-hoo! And speaking of meeting Craig... I think he's here. I think he's here. Welcome in, Craig. Craig. There he is. Oh, Craig. Uh oh. Oh, no. Uh oh. Hold on, Craig. There we go. Try it again. What's up, guys? Oh, there he is, Craig. Yay. Craig, first and foremost, how was the birthday party the other night? It was busy. I worked <laughs> for two straight days prepping that. Oh. My kids were working. My wife was working. It was a good bash, though. We had like 30 people there. So I think my parents went away happy. That's good. Um, you know, the, the guests left a little too late, but oh, as they, I feel like as they tend to do. Um, <laughs> but um, who did you talk to after the game? We got Kyle Capabianco after a long wait. They couldn't find him. Um, <laughs> we got Nathan Smith, who I thought had a terrific game tonight, yep. actually. Yep. Um, and we got, of course, Andre Turigny. Uh, I think they felt a little better about their effort tonight. At least it was, you know, they, they didn't lose 9-1. Yep. So I guess that's uh, baby steps in the right direction. But again, five-plus goals against. That's seven straight games that they've allowed five or more goals. It's just crazy what's going on with their goaltending situation right now. Yeah. We, we did talk about Nathan Smith, and he was our king of the game. And um, we liked his performance. Obviously, Kathy Bianco, first career, two-point performance. But you mentioned the goaltending. Um, I know both of you probably have strong opinions on this, so I, I waited to bring it up. But uh, Veggie did not look very good tonight. Um, what were your thoughts on his performance? 
he just hasn't looked good in a while. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think he's, I, I don't, I don't know if his confidence is impacted. He doesn't talk a lot. First of all, you can't get a lot out of him. So it's hard to read what's happening with him. I'm sure they're trying to do that, but I just feel like he's overworked. He's ill-prepared for this sort of workload, especially behind the team that they're putting on the ice right now. I, and they don't have any options because Hari Satri is not an experienced NHL goalie either. So they just got to ride this out for the next almost two weeks. I think everybody around here is just waiting for this thing to end at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I, I saw comments in the chat about he at least Veggie was better. And I mean, you look at the numbers, he had 50 shots on goal. So he had 45 saves and that is definitely better than where he's yeah. been. But if you go back to the body of work for the first 25 minutes and you and you look at the goals, he's sliding one way and the puck's going the other. Yeah. It's 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 difficult. And I, and I know when he's playing well and he's sharp and he's on his game, he is solid, he's in position, and, and he's not busy. When we say busy, it means he's moving around a lot. And you, you, you saw him yeah. being very busy tonight when outside of the blue paint and yeah. slide. Like, he got behind. One of the goals goes in. He's behind, <laughs> behind the goal behind line. The, yeah. Like it slid so far out of the crease, he was behind the goal line. And I, I'm not faulting him, and, I, and I'm not putting this pressure on veggies. It's his first year playing in North America, and he has had some outstanding games. And we talked about his ability to make that next step. He's going to have to get some consistency into his game. And he did for a few weeks, and he, he, he was solid for a few consecutive starts. Unfortunately, now, this is a really, really long season. They play a lot of games, and he's asked to do a lot of things and getting a lot of work. And as Craig mentioned, four of the six defensemen in front of him were in the American League. It's not all on his shoulders. You just hope that now, over the summer, he gets back here in the fall. Now he knows what to expect, and he can start to grow on that consistency. He's a good goaltender. He's athletic. He's quick. He's strong. He skates well. All of those things are true. He's just going to have to find a way to get that consistency into his game. Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, You mentioned the shot total. Carolina is a shot volume team. They throw shots from everywhere. This has been their MO for several seasons. So I almost take a little bit of that away because you're going to get a lot of shots that aren't necessarily high quality shots. I just went in watching his game tonight. I didn't think he was sharp at all. And again, if you saw that rookie mark that he set, he shouldn't be playing this many games. It's just it's a matter of circumstance. They, they traded Scott Wedgwood. And I know a lot of fans still don't like that trade, even though the Coyotes are going to get a third round pick for a guy they picked off up off waivers. And even Scott Wedgwood said, if you're a GM, you got to do that. That's, that's an obvious move. Um, it is putting some pressure on Karel Vemelka, and you hope that it doesn't impact him long term, um, the, the type of workload and the, the lack of success that he's having right now in net. Um, so, I mean, is there any anything else other than the goaltending? I like we kind of mentioned they and you said they were happier with their performance. This was the first game in a while where it seemed like they actually had a little bit of fight, especially in that second yeah. period. Yeah, absolutely. And it was nice to get some balanced scoring as well. They got production from Alex Gelchenyuk. They got a, a Louis Erickson goal tonight. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Capobianco had two assists tonight as as you guys mentioned, first first multi-point game of his career, uh, those are guys that aren't on the score sheet very often. That's the kind of balance scoring you need if you're going to be competitive in the NHL. Uh, with Capo Bianco in particular, it's interesting. He He's really fallen off. Petey, you know this. You were here for his first call-up when they were really excited about him because he skates well and he can move the puck. But 
consistency has been a big issue, especially in the defensive zone for Kyle Capobianco. I don't think he's going to be back next year. I don't think they're going to tender him an offer. So what he's doing right now is really auditioning for a role somewhere else in the NHL. But at least these last few games, he's sort of shown what he did in Tucson so consistently where he was a dynamic playmaker down there. He just hasn't been able to translate that here. Yeah, and I think part of him, and you go back to what he's gone through here in his career, and unfortunately for him, as you've heard a lot of players on this team, injuries. Injuries yep. cost him when he started to ramp. Similar to Barrett Hayton, right when he starts to ramp up, get hurt and you're right back down to the beginning. And he starts to ramp up and he gets hurt again. And and I think Capobianco had a pretty difficult um, lower body injury when he in his first couple of years, and I think that really set him back and, and got into his head maybe a little bit in the NHL. I I. I, I I agree with Craig. There's so many young defensemen here. I'm not sure where Kyle Capabianco fits going forward if they have a healthy roster. Um, so do I think he's a Coyote next year? Boy, you'll have to tune into our summer shows and find out. You sound like a coach. Lower body injury. <laughs> I know. Listen to you. I know. It was an ACL tear. No, it's just because it I don't ACL remember. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm 54 okay. and I don't remember what the hell happened last week, more or less years ago. <laughs> I know he got hurt going right. to the boards. I remember it. I just don't remember what he did. So, no, I wasn't being a coach. It's just short-term memory. Have I mentioned that there are four home games this week at Gila River Arena? Yeah, there's Have four. Have I mentioned that that's uh, 400 miles for me? <laughs> four, <laughs> but it is four of the last five. Yeah, we haven't got to that yet, Craig. And, and while we're waiting. on the topic, thank you for setting me up perfectly yeah. for the segue. Um, this was the fifth to last game at Gila River Arena. And if you've been following along for the last couple of weeks, we have been counting down the last 10, um, the last, the top 10 moments at Gila River Arena. And we're on number five, January 7th, 2012. It is Shane Doan's first career NHL hat trick. Um, it is, he was the, the second, second most goals scored before getting his first career hat trick at 408. 308 uh, three, three, or five, no, 508, right? I, I don't know now. You had your good stuff. You had it. You <laughs> I had it. I had it, and I fumbled the bag. Um, but fumbled it. Thanks to Petey, we actually have some some pictures from um, this night and from from the goals themselves <laughs> and from the night. Um, so so the goals yeah, you yeah. can see there, and I and I know you can't see when you're driving to work tomorrow morning, but the first one's off a rebound. He nails in tight on Nabokov, a goal he played for year after year after year in the San Jose Sharks, as was now with the Islanders at that point. Second was an, uh, a breakaway off an assist from Keith Yandel. Yandel, similar to what Capobianco did today for Erickson, that's what happened to Donor for number two. And I tell you what, there's so many times that Shane Don had two of the Eagle. Please get three. Please get three. Like it was game after game and year after year, he couldn't get to this milestone. And the clock is counting down. And Ray Whitney has the puck through the neutral zone, and he's yelling at Shane Doan to hurry up <laughs> to catch him. He let's go, the let's line. go. <laughs> he drops the puck to Doan on the blue line. He yeah. scores with 0.1 seconds left from outside the top of the circles. Probably a goal he wouldn't score on Nabokov ever again. For his, for, and I tell you, when you see his face, if you go to the YouTube clips and you watch Shane Doan's face after his hat trick, it's just like a ton of bricks are lifted off his body. That, that he is so relieved 
to finally get to that mark. And I, I don't know if you did you put those up already, Jacob? Yeah, yeah, I'm so confused at which one I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> These are pictures from inside the locker room and, and the, the ice crew took all the hats. Flip phone. The, 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 yeah, I know they're fuzzy, <laughs> but this is this is what year? 2012? Like the phones yeah, weren't that yep, good back nope. then. They were flip phones. So all the ice that the ice crew had collected and they threw all the hats at his feet. And there's one with my son Jackson when he was just a, a young teenager, got to be there on Shane's hat trick night. So that was, that's the, one of the top moments ever in the history of Gila river arena. He, Ray Whitney was spectacular that night. First of all, can we, can we talk about him just beating Shane Doan like a, a tired horse at the end of that game? Just, they kept throwing him over the boards. He kept screaming at him, let's go. And then afterward, if you remember this PD, Ray Whitney hated talking to the media and, the problem with that was that Ray Whitney was always spectacular really when he good. talked to the media. Yeah, one of the best quotes I've ever covered. And when he came out after that one, I mean, he just delivered. It's literally the my favorite story that I've ever written off a game in my career. And it was mostly because of Whitney's quotes. First of all, you remember that crazy uh, knob that Doan used to play with? I think Ray Whitney called it the axe handle. Yeah. This weird tape job and, that he had. And it was curved, he, too. Yes. He, it, yeah, it was just strange because he thought it would help him with his hands. <laughs> In spite of the fact that everyone was like, no, that won't help you. No, at all. it's Whitney not it. That. But then, you know, they had to review the goal because it was point one, and everybody's yeah. waiting around to see if it would count. Witt says, yeah, I skated over the officials. I said, listen, tell Toronto that this may never happen again. They have to count the goal. <laughs> um uh, so yeah like we said one of the top moments in Gila River Arena history um but if you don't I mean we obviously gave our thoughts on it but Craig had the opportunity to talk to donor himself after the game and provide his thoughts on it and Craig got us some video from that conversation so why don't we go ahead and show that Shane I know it's been a while but it had been a while also <laughs> you had waited a long time to record your first NHL hat trick what do you remember about that moment uh, I was exhausted because Tip kept throwing me out there in the third period and I was trying to get it done. Um, and I couldn't score because I just stunk for the for that many years. I think it was like my 1100th game or something, 1180th game. But it happened so late in the game and it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool moment. You came close to setting a record, actually. It's funny, you remember that, that yeah, how many games it was. Yeah, it was that many games and I think had the most two goal games in the league without a hat trick at that point. So uh, Scott Melody and I were battling it out for uh, <laughs> the, 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 I guess, lack of hat tricks. Was Ray Whitney really urging you on as much as he said he was? So, when, so when, we, when we picked up the puck, we lost the puck in our own zone and we're heading back into their zone. And when the puck turned over, he's like, let's go. And I, like, he came on and gone off and came on and gone, and I just stayed on. Yeah. And I turned, and I'm like, I had nothing left. And <laughs> he was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, we don't have time. This isn't going to work. And obviously, nobody was more excited, though, than Keith Yandel. <laughs> Keith Yandel was at the ref's bed. It was, it was a cool moment. Yeah, they had to review it, of course. Uh, how did it feel? When you knew it was it was real, you had finally achieved it. I felt kind of dumb because I was the only player, I think, in the history of the game to score his hat-trick goal and have everyone celebrate on the ice with him because it was that of a surprise to everyone. Like, <laughs> my whole team was around me, which is, it was cool. It was cool that everyone was on the ice. It was like an OT winner when it was a 5-1 game. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 
So that's the kind of things, and this is this is what gets lost. These kind of moments get lost in a season like this, in, in a rebuild season, when the building is full, the building is excited, and people are cheering for things like that. It was a, it was an unbelievable moment. It was cool to hear how much of that moment he remembered, like in detail too. I can almost hear Jacob thinking, "Craig, turn the." Turn the phone. Turn it horizontally. Why you turn it horizontally? <laughs> he is. By the way, Jacob's our no producer idea. today, it's right said, now. And I was like, "No, it's so yeah. exactly." I thought of it after I started recording. I'm like, "Oh, Jacob's going to kill me." I'll do the second one horizontally, and then somebody comes in and messes with me and sticks their finger in front of the lens. So Shane had to cut that one up too. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, though. Good and it's uh, uh, Sean said how fresh that is in his memory right now. And and somebody else in the chat said, "Oh." It, JMT said he looks like he could play right yeah. now. Like he should look, he does look good. Get him on a line with Josh. Huh. Um, but yeah, it was, that's cool. And, and like you said, uh, like stuff like that is lost when, when you look at this season, but I mean, even moments within this season are lost. I mean, you look at all the, all the career seasons that have been set. Um, what was it? I think eight different coyotes have scored their first career point this season. Like there's just, a lot of history, regardless of what your opinion on this season, on this team, on this arena, a lot of history has been made in this arena by this team this season and in season past. So, um, yeah, we're getting down to the to the end for GRA. And we're all going to uh, be there. We're all going to be there. Craig, are you ready for the 29th? Are you ready? Buddy, I got to get through this week first. I know. <laughs> One day at a time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you... Against- What's but, up? No, I was gonna ask her if you're working on anything on anything, um, any stories for Go PHNX. In fact, I am. I, I had a chance to chat with Bill Armstrong tonight just about all these injuries. Listen, a lot of people are looking at this team right now, and I, I think from the outside, people who don't know the situation are saying this is an embarrassment. Well, look at the guys that are out of the lineup right now. It is it is ridiculous how many guys they're missing. They are up to number two in man games lost to injury and health. And this is a team that was like eighth or ninth like a month and a half ago. That's how much. Yeah, yeah. It's insane now. And again, it's key guys. So when you take that into account and you look back like a month ago when they had a healthy roster or mostly healthy roster, how competitive they actually were. They were on that, you know, that, that streak where I think they won six of seven. Well, you remove all those guys from the lineup. What do you expect to see at that point? This was not a good team to begin with. And then you take like basically every key guy out of the lineup. Yeah, they're going to struggle like this. That's what we've seen. I just want people to uh, just keep that in mind because the way the Coyotes are ending this season, I don't think it's a fair read on who they are as a team because they're they're just too many important players out of the lineup right now. Yeah, when you go back and look at they, with that Eastern swing, and it's right before everything kind of fell apart. Like, and this team was getting goals there offensively. Just I don't want to say the what was it thirty percent scoring. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> like it, 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 they were better. There were moments in this season yeah. where you could saw see things building. Their momentum was building. They were. They were playing fast, and Lawson, Carlson, Keller, and the you know Chicken was just starting to come on too when he got hurt. This is clearly a different team, and unfortunately, this is what people are going to remember about this season the way it finished in the last ten games. But I tell you what, if the ping pong balls fall in the right order in the next two weeks, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. No one's going to care. Like who cares if that ping pong balls comes up number one with an Arizona Coyote Kachina logo on it? No one's going to care that they lost seven in a row. Yep. And see, Seattle won tonight too, by the way. So it's yes, it's a two horse race. 
Yeah, they're out of it. They're 56 points now. Yeah. Seattle's at 56. How about Vegas losing at home to New Jersey, by the way, tonight? That's insane. I mean, that's that's a killer for that team. Yeah, but Dallas Dallas has a chance to put them behind them. And Dallas is in Vancouver, and they get pumped. Yeah, yeah. Vancouver's like playing really well, though. So I'll, Vancouver's I'll still breathing, time. barely, but they're still breathing. Caleb said earlier yeah. in the chat, the curse of Jack Eichel. Eichel left the Sabres. They got a little bit better, and now the, the Knights are struggling. I just can't Uh-oh. believe that Vegas misses. I can't. We'll wait. We'll wait and see. Five games to they go for the Vegas Knights. They have five left, yep. Um, but getting back to the story that Craig said he was working on, um, if you want to read that, you have to head over to gophnx.com, get a membership. Um, if you become a member of the family, um, you can either get your first T-shirt free or you can get your first month for just 50 cents if you get a year-long membership. Um it's, I, it's like what we said the other day, ad read aside, legitimately. I mean, obviously, Craig is like far and above the best Coyotes reporter there is, but like the legitimately the best Arizona sports coverage in the, in the state. I think Gerald's doing good stuff with the playoffs, uh, the Suns playoffs, um, Totri on Sun Devils, Luke, Mike Luke down in Arizona, uh, Tucson. Um, good stuff, Derek, Jesse over on D backs now that they're in full swing. Um, Great stuff. So head over to GoPHNX. Head over to the PHNX locker. Get a T-shirt. Um, get a ticket to the bus, the party bus that we're doing, like I mentioned earlier. Get a hat. Um, but like I said, most importantly, become a membership. Become a part of the family. You get access to the members-only Discord where we talk some coyotes sometime. The people in the Discord got first access to the um, to the party bus. And I know we're starting to run a little low on supplies. So if you were in that Discord, you would have got, you know, you would have got a little head start on that. Um so if you're not, make sure you get on it. Um, but yeah, head over to gophnx.com today. Become a member of the family. Get a membership. Um, and it's, like I said, truly the best coverage, sports coverage in the state of Arizona. Um, do you have anything else from this game, Craig or PD? I got nothing else from this game. Two more stories that are coming this week. I got my monthly bail back. I know people love that. That'll come later in the week. But I also i am co-writing a story with Jay Zawoski in Chicago looking at the Blackhawks situation versus the Coyotes situation. And the working premise is whose situation sucks more. So we'll go at it. We'll have point counterpoint on uh, Wednesday before the Blackhawk game. Can't wait. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, before we get you out of here for your fifth to final drive home from Gila River Arena. You should just stay there, Craig. There's four games. <laughs> yeah, just just stay there. <laughs> set up camp. Bring a sleep and make up in the press box. Why not? You, you sound like Tara. You sound like my wife. <laughs> well, yeah, just stay, yeah. the stay, stay over there. Um, but before we get you out of here, let's pull up the punch card. Um, yes. And it, this is it's it's getting there. Six games left. Like we said, five at Gila River Arena, but uh, uh, six or four at Gila River Arena, but yeah. but six left on the season. Uh, mm. I feel. I'm sure mm. you've got to be real excited about that, crap. Craig. Have we got any momentum on our whiteout for the 29th? <laughs> oh, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. We're getting Give some me momentum. Time. Give me time. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, we're gonna drum it up. Okay. Because uh, I got that white got, suit. First of all, we got to get people on this party bus. People yeah, have yeah. to jump aboard the party bus. Look, I know a lot of people have tickets to the game, and I get that. So it's difficult. But for those of you who don't, this this is a cool opportunity. Jump on the party bus. We're gonna have I mean, fun. PD's, yeah. You have no idea what PD has planned for you. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I am. And I'm working on more stuff right now. We're checking TV screens. There might be a little slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. PD's going to put this. This is going to. Yeah. 
It's uh, going from like a bus. Petey's going to make it a party bus. Exactly. Um, it's going to be. I've already started electric. to clean out my closet, Craig. I told a few items that I'm bringing. I'll have a tweet with it tomorrow. And I'm going to check on TVs. We might have. I got two slideshows planned for the drive there. <laughs> That's great. And then we'll have a drinking game too. Yeah, there's gonna Just be saying. there's gonna be free food and drink. Um, maybe some drinks on the bus too. We'll so, see. Um, it's gonna we'll be see. a good time. And I mean, I feel like there's there's magic. This is set up for there to be some magic. First ever game at Gila River Arena against Nashville. Final ever game, coincidentally against Nashville. There's gonna be some magic, and you you don't want to say that you missed it because you just. You had the opportunity right in front of you. You're not going to get a better opportunity to go to the game. Opportunity. Opportunity. Um, I can't. Um, Only Leah can say that. I know. I I won't say it again. Sorry. Um, She's bringing us candy, Craig. I'm kind of juiced. That's right. I saw it. I'm hoping she's bringing Timbits, too. Um, Yeah, I don't know if they'll let her get Timbits through customs. We'll see. um, And let's check out the upcoming schedule while we're here. Get that out of the way as well. Um, A lot of home games coming up, but it's there it is. That game on the 29th. That's the final one of the season. Right. I'm just sighing. I'm just sighing. You know, that's a lot of games, man. That's a lot of games. It is. That's six Jam games back. and nine nights. That's a lot of games. Oh, boy. All right. Well, Craig, it's another one. I'm out. Check yeah. it off the list. Oh, should we yep. also? Do you want to tease that for tomorrow? Where are we at with that tomorrow? What'd you say? The teasing tomorrow's show. Oh, that's right. How do we forget that one? I mean, we had it up earlier. I, I didn't even think of it. Um, but we, yeah, we got Paul Biznet on the show. Yeah, why don't we send that up there? The one Look and only Biz Nasty. I, I put I, when I made this graphic, I put hockey analyst and former Coyote, but I feel like that doesn't fully encapsulate who Paul Bissonette no. is as a person. And I also felt like this was the only picture I could use. Um, it is. But tomorrow at four, Biz Nasty joins the show. Um, I, I mean, if you know anything about Paul Bissonette, it's going to be a. Do we can we get Fun a seven one. second delay on that? Yeah, we do we might need have to? Do we need to monetize delay? that episode? Oh boy! Here's the thing: we're gonna have a script, but we're probably we're probably not gonna stick to that script. Yeah, I feel like that, I feel like there's Biz and script are mutually exclusive. I mean, you saw him if you watched the broadcast the other night when they were doing the their telethon. He was sticking his finger up people's noses and yeah, it's, crashing Don's interview. He is all over the place. So um, yeah. Leah will be back for that. So. Um, for those of you that miss her, like we do, we not gonna have to see my I'll, my face will be back behind the camera. Um, but business will be in front of it, and it will be that is gonna be. I'm like genuinely excited for this. Even before I lived in Arizona, before I started following the Coyotes, I was uh, a Paul Bissonnette fan. So I'm I'm very very excited for this. Um, so yeah, that's something to look forward <laughs> to tomorrow. Can't wait. All right, Craig, get home safe. All right, boys, I'll see you tomorrow. Yep. Right, see you tomorrow. <sighs> well, that's it. This is uh, this is the last time for a long time. I will say this, Sean. You did a great job. Thank you. I mean, Leah. Leah sets the bar pretty high. Yeah, I not. I'm not there yet, especially for only. But one you did time. a great job. I appreciate that. It's I'm pretty fun. sure I was going to go back and look, but I didn't get the chance. Pretty sure the Coyotes are at best one in four in games that I've hosted. Okay, um, so not ideal. The curse of Jack Eichel. Maybe it's just like a Buffalo thing. We're just no, we're just cursed. <laughs> None of us have a winning record this year. <laughs> very, know, very good point. Pretty sure it's not you. Um, but yeah, so Leah will be Leah's getting back from Toronto tomorrow. Canadian snacks in tow. Um, I'm excited for the all dress chips. I love those things. So I know I'm about the candy. I'm not the chips. 
yeah. caramels. Oh my god! I, all of their candy has chocolate in it, so it's not. <sighs> yeah, a you know you don't thing, like chocolate. I know. I, I heard that today on your other show. I am a huge all dressed chips kind of can, guy. Can we say one more thing here? Because I know this happens at PHNX a lot, and all the shows. And if, if first of all, if you're not watching other shows or listening to other shows, you should just because they're all about Arizona. Thank you, Charles. And I tell you what, I listened to these these guys on the, the ASU show, and they never disappoint. I didn't go to ASU. My son didn't go to ASU. Got no connection to ASU. But it's a good, funny show, and they talk sports a little bit, too. So tune in. I guess the point is, is food takes. People here at PHNX just get oh, nailed for their food up. takes. Well, like, there's a lot of really bad food takes here. But I don't like all-dressed chips, and you don't like chocolate. I okay. think the all dressed chips. Thank one is God, a little, there's both. Yeah. Thank I, God. You, if you haven't had all dressed chips, um, order them. You can get them on Amazon, I believe. It just you just got to try them. They literally have all the chips in one. In one. It's oh my fascinating. god. Thank you, Nicholas. Oh my god. That's how I feel about all dressed chips. Nicholas knows what's up. Um, thank. Well, thank you for the compliment, but thank you also for backing me up on all dressed chips. Um, it is a crime that they don't sell them here. They don't even sell them in Buffalo, and we're right across they the were. border. They used to. Once in a while, you'll find well, them yeah, you'll in find random them places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not going to find them here. But, but I'm not about the all dress. I'm about the candy. I have um, Tim Hortons K-Cups at home because I just can't. I, I, I miss it so much. I miss my Tim Hortons. Well, um, let's hope Leah gets everything through customs. Yeah, I hope. I hope. Here's hoping. But at the very least, let's hope she gets through customs and can come back here and host. Yes. Um, we do it all over again tomorrow and three more times after that this yeah, week. So she'll be back. Um, <sighs> that but for now um you can follow craig at craig s no craig craig s morgan craig s morgan i almost said craig s peters i i was oh, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, craig s morgan oh geez is just a sponsor right <laughs> yeah oh, it's also a theme and um, but one other sponsor gets a read tomorrow too i heard oh Rumor. oh Rumor has it we were saving paul bissonnette to do the last my my first read of the new product. A again. read that I have not gotten to experience since I've been oh, here. Oh, you've so never heard of it? I have never heard it, so I am highly... You've heard of them. I know the people. I'm not going to say it because you got to leave a little something, but yeah. I, I know that a lot of people already know what we're talking about, but I have never heard one of these fabled PD reads. I, I don't... Um, I, I mean, I, the bar is so high. It, it, is, it is. I do have to say it. It is incredibly high. My Halloween read was money. I, and Field I might have to go back and look too. at it. Uh, All right, but anyway, there might be one of those tomorrow, and yeah. I think I might have written a song. Oh, we get to hear PD sing. Let's go. Yeah, there might be a song. Um, there might be a song. <laughs> we'll we'll see. I am, tomorrow is going to be the single most electric episode of we'll PHNX Coyotes of all time. We get Biz and a PD We might have been saving it for, for Biz. biz. We're, it's we gonna might be, have been. It's going to be. Might have been timing. We'll see. Chef's kiss. Um, but um, like I was saying, make sure you follow pd at s peters hockey you can follow me at sean underscore to pause um, you can follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes and you can follow the whole operation at phnx underscore sports um but i think I that's, think that's all we have go to the go phnx locker and get on that party bus it's, no go to go phnx.com get a membership and then go to the phnx locker and get on the party bus let's put them all together um but, yeah, I think that's all we've got. I think that's it. All right. So, for one last time, I've been Sean DePaz. I feel sad. I feel like I'm, like, graduating or something. I'm not, not going to be back in this seat. Um, but I think that's all we have for tonight. So, until next time, peace.